Come on, let's extend that for just a moment. Can we all stand to our feet and just put our hands together and give God some praise right now? Come on, we've, I, I said it earlier, but we've already got up, we've gotten dressed, we've come to the house. Come on, let's do what we've intended to do today. Let's receive something from God. Let's give Him some praise. Lord, we worship You. Lord, we praise You. Come on. Come on. He's worthy of the high praise. He's worthy of the high praise. Amen. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. And I always want to come into His house. I want to come in giving Him praise and giving Him what He is worthy of. King of kings and the Lord of lords. What a, what a great opportunity we get to be in His presence. Amen. Amen. So sometimes I think that we that we can get to a place where where we feel like it's a it, it's an honor and a privilege for God to to come into our presence. But really, it's an honor and a privilege for us to be able to come into the presence of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the one who was and is and is to come. There's none like him. Amen. Amen. There is none like him. And I'm so thankful, so thankful to be within His presence. There's a lot of places around the world that would give anything to be able to feel what we feel today. To be able to do what we're doing right now. To be able to come into the house of the Lord and to be able to receive from Him. To receive from His Word. To lift up His praise without threat of persecution, without threat uh, of death. There's, there's many places that do not have this opportunity and I'm so thankful, so thankful that God has blessed me to be in a place like this. Amen, amen. This morning, um, for, for just a little bit, I want to share to you uh, something that, that was, I've, I've preached this before, but it was something that was kind of birthed in me last week as, as Brother Jordan was preaching. And, um, and, and I, I felt in that service that uh, this week I would, uh, that God wanted me to share this message. I don't know who it's for. But uh, Mark chapter 9, verses 21 through 24. Mark 9, verses 21 through 24. This, this message today, this sermon, um, I believe if we, will, if we will allow it, can change uh, our perspective can change the way that we see God and the way that we see God's ability to do a work within our life. How many of us can can just be real and and raise our hand and say, there's something that I need God to do in my life. There's something that I need help with that I can't do on my own, and I need God's help. Well, today I'm going to try to help you with that. Mark chapter 9, verses 21 through 24. Says, and he asked his father, How long is it ago since this came unto him? And he said, Of a child. And oft times it it hath cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. All things are possible to him that believeth. And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help thou mine unbelief. Lord, I believe, help thou mine unbelief. Uh, This morning I want to preach to you an unbelievable truth. An unbelievable truth. Can we put down our Bibles, lift our hands for just a moment, 
And one more time, lift up the name of God and invite him into this place to receive of his word. Lord, we thank you, Jesus. Lord, for the opportunity, God, that we have received. Lord, to be in your house, we just ask right now that you would continue to move. Lord, we're thankful, God, for what we've already felt in this place. And we just ask right now that you would continue, God. Lord, that we would open our hearts, Lord, to receive your word. Lord, help me, God, to speak, God, what it is that you have for this congregation today. In the name of Jesus. Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And everyone said amen. Amen, amen. You can be seated. Thank you for standing. Sometimes it feels like we're a little up and down, right? Amen. Thankful for the down times. <laughs> uh, this morning, I, I, feel like, I feel like God has, has asked me to, to speak to someone today, and maybe to, to several, about how much we really believe in Him and in His ability to do things in our life. We live in a world today that has seemed at times to have lost hope. If you watch the news very much, and, and we will not get into Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, any of those, but whatever you decide to watch, whatever news you decide to get into, maybe you just scroll through Facebook and whatever shows up is what you believe. But we live in a world today that if you, if you look at the news and current events at all, we live in a world that seems to have lost hope. That seems to have lost hope. But when you get right down to it, I don't believe that it is hope that we have actually lost, but it is a loss of faith. It is a loss of faith that we have in both humanity, but mostly a loss of faith in our God and His ability to change the situation and to do a mighty work and while the world struggles with so many problems there there is a God there is a God who is able to answer all of our needs do we believe that today are we an apostolic truth preaching church that believes that we serve an almighty and all-powerful God who is able to do all things if we will just ask and believe that he is able to do it amen amen how many times, though, do we come to church and we sit on the pew and we hear singing and we are involved in the worship and, and we begin to do all of the rituals and the things that we should do when we come to church to serve and to lift up the one true living God and we deal with situations and problems that we cannot seem to release or to become free of and we come into this place that offers us a freedom but we end up leaving still facing the same problems still going through the same mess still, still having the same situations every day, day in and week in and week out Amen? Has anyone experienced that? Can we just be real today? That, that sometimes we come to church and, and we may even come in with the mindset of today is the day. Today is the day that I release that. Today is the day that I give that up. But for some reason we go through all of the rituals and all of the things and we walk out of this house still facing our problems and our situations. Never having the courage or, or whatever it is that we need for us to be able to lay that thing down at the altar. We must first, we must first understand that we serve a God of no limits. 
There, there has to be a mindset that we have and understanding that, that we serve a God that is not limited by anything that this world brings against us. That God is not limited by science or by textbooks or by a constitution. God is not limited by anything that would try to come against us from this world. The only thing that limits what God can do are those limitations that we place upon him. We and I, I don't I don't mean put too much power or authority upon ourselves because we have no power or authority whenever it comes to God. But if we do not believe, if we do not put ourselves in a place where we understand that He is able to do the miraculous and give Him the avenue to be able to operate in that manner, then we are tying hands of God who wants to do great and miraculous things in our life. Part of the problem, I think, is that we sometimes don't know if God really wants to do the things that we need God do. Whenever we get to a place where we have a need from God, it begins to, to receive what we need from God, starts with, begins with the most basic of principles in the Word of God, and that is believing. We have to believe. If you are here today, and it looks like you all are, yes, yes, you are all here, I would be comfortable in saying that you are a believer, that you hold a, uh, a certain level of faith. The Bible said we are all given a measure of faith, and that there is at least a level of faith to believe that God exists you to be sitting within this house today. For you to be, uh, for you to have gotten to gotten to to get dressed and and to come to the house of God. I believe that you believe in God and would probably consider yourselves a follower of Christ. For you to come to the house today, most everyone that we talk to in today's society is a believer. That there are a lot of people, and I know that that will try to try to skew it here to, to say that, that Christianity is dying and all of this stuff, but, but most of everyone that you will come in contact with, if you ask them, they are a believer. Quote, I'm doing the air quotes here, if you tell. Quote, unquote, a believer. I have a, a T-shirt that says, I believe on the front of it. It's a uh, Shoes for Christ theme from, I think, like 2015. And sadly, I have outgrown the T-shirt. I think it shrunk in wash. Um, I don't know. It was cold or hot water, whichever one makes it shrink. And uh, um, it definitely wasn't my fault that it doesn't fit anymore. Um, I've got this T-shirt that I used to really enjoy wearing. And it said, I believe on it. It felt great. It looked great on me. Um, and, and I, I would wear it all the time. And we were, I, I can't remember where we were going, but my wife and I were going on a trip somewhere and we were flying. And um, I, I, I was walking to the airport. And the entire time that I walked through the airport, that I boarded the plane, I got off the plane, I, I was getting my, bag, my bags, all that. The entire time, time that I was going through that process, people would come to me can pretty consistently as I would walk by and they would say, I believe too. I'm a believer. And it, it got a lot of attention, actually. It was the first time ever that it had gotten so much attention. But on that airplane, I couldn't believe as, as I was walking down the aisle 
and and you know that awkward you got your bags in your hand you're trying not to bump the person you know that's sitting the in, in the uh the row that's to the aisle and you're walking through there and it's kind of that awkward they're looking at you and they got a seat that's open next to them thinking is that the guy is that the one he looks pretty big i hope it's not the one and uh you're kind of walking through there and then all of a sudden you, you, you're trying not to make eye contact with people. You're trying not to be that awkward person. And I, that, that's kind of what I was doing. I was walking down through there and all this was going on. But I'm noticing people that were looking at my, sh- my shirt and they kept saying, I believe too. They kept like acknowledging that my shirt said, I believe. And they wanted me to know that they were also a believer. This is the, this is the world that we live in today where people... Whether they have, whether they go to church every Sunday or if they go to church on Easter and Christmas, they consider themselves a believer, a believer in Christ and in God. Believe the foundation where we build a relationship with God. It is the foundation where we receive our salvation, our, our healing, and our deliverance. I'm not trying to preach you today an, an easy believism sermon. I, I don't believe in that. And, and, and I, I, I really believe that, that true believing will result in action. That you can't just say, I believe, and that you are then saved. If you truly believe, there will be an action that will come with your believing. And our salvation depends upon believing and it being followed up with action. We find in Acts chapter 2 where Peter recognized the people believed and wanted to know more. So he led them to what they must do. And because they believed, they began to follow up with some action. The Bible says that Peter told them, if you will repent of your sins and you be baptized in the name of Jesus, that you will receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Peter understood that if they really believed that they would find some type of action to follow up their belief. I believe that 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 we that belief will lead us into acting upon that belief. That if we truly believe in something enough that we will begin to act upon it. But until we truly believe, until it result into action, we will have good service. We will go home and we will never, ever change. We will come to church. We will go through the motions. We will go back to our houses and we'll still face the same problems that we always have. You see, we do not have a problem believing in God. I, 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 would, I would venture again to say that everyone here believes in God, that he exists. Most don't even have a problem believing that God is able to do the miraculous. The problem is that we do not believe that God will do what we believe he can do. I want to say that again. Most of the time, most of the time, the reason that we go through problems, circumstances, and trials, and we never be, we're never able to find our way out of it, it's because we do not believe that God will do what we believe God can do. It's it's a it's a different level of faith. Matthew seven, 
And, and verses 7 and 8 says, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. And to the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks it will be opened. But for some reason we find ourselves where, where we need something but we do not ask. And we want something but we do not seek. And we stand at the door but we are not knocking. Not because we don't believe God can. Not because we don't believe he is the all-powerful king of kings that is able to do all things but because we do not know if God will do the thing that we know that he can do there are there are different levels of faith that we that we have to deal with in our life and that we have to come across to receive what God has for us and I heard an evangelist some time ago preach on this years ago I heard him preach on this and and this is something that stuck with me and and I want to share it with you today that that there are are three different levels of faith that we will encounter as a Christian and as a a person following after God the first level is that God is to believe that God exists again I believe that 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 everyone here uh, has that level of faith, that level of believing that God exists. And then we believe that God can do something. We, 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 we begin to look at all the things that happen uh, in the Bible and in the olden days. And we say, we know that God can do that thing. But then this other level of faith, this third level of faith, is that God will do what he can do. From our scripture text we find in Mark chapter 9 where a man brings his son to Jesus. And the man says that his son has an evil spirit and, and the man is, is speaking to Jesus believing that he can heal him. And he says, if thou canst believe all things are possible to him that believe. Jesus says this to the man. And then the man responds. He responds in a way that whenever I read this, I, I understood that, that, that this is true in my life. And, and I'm sure if it's true in my life that I'm just as human as anyone else. And I'm sure that it's true in some of your lives. That he says, he, he, he says this thing that gives us some insight into the restrictions that we put on God. In verse 24 he says, And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help thou my unbelief. We understand at this point that the man believed that Jesus could do the miraculous. He understood and he believed that the man, Jesus, that was standing before him was able to do a miraculous work that he needed in his life. But he did not know he did not know if Jesus would do the thing that he was able to do. There was a level of unbelief that was in his heart. There was a level of unbelief that was within him that was crying out and saying, God is all powerful and he's almighty and he's done the work for those before, but I don't think he will do that work for me. We understand at this point that the man believed that Jesus could do the miracle but that he did not believe that Jesus would do the thing that he was able to do for him. Why, why, is it, why is it that we get into that place in our life? 
why is it that we that we get into a place where where we see others that receive a miracle that we see others that receive the financial blessing that they need we see others that are able to get rid of addictions and others that are able to uh, have sicknesses removed from their life. Others whose families come into the church and have miraculous moves of God throughout their house and their home and their family. But then we look back and we say, I don't think God will do that for me. How dare we put a limitation like that on God? If God is able to do something, why would we think that God will not do it for us? What is it that has got into our spirit, into our hearts, into our souls, our minds, that would make us to believe that God will not do a miraculous work in our life? We need to understand that God does not have a character flaw. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine a few weeks ago in Lebanon. And he, he made this statement, and, and man, it, it hit me hard. That why is it that we do not trust God? Why is it that we do not trust God? He went on to say, I understand why we don't trust some people. Anybody have someone you don't trust? Come on, let's be honest. There's some people that I wouldn't trust to drive my car because I've seen their car. <laughs> All right? There's some people that I wouldn't trust to watch my dogs. Okay? Let's just, let's just be honest. There's some people that we don't trust. And the reason is because people have character flaws. People give us reasons. People give us reasons not to trust them. But God has never given us a reason both in the past or in the present, for us to believe that He will not do the work that we need Him to do in our life. God has never given us a reason to not trust Him. Why is it? Why is it that we do not trust God? He has no character flaws. The Bible says that, that, that He loves perfectly, that He loves us with everything within Him, that He wants the best for us. Why? Why is it that we do not trust Him? Again, I can understand not trusting some people. But why is it that we get into our mind that we cannot trust or believe that God wants the best for us? Because I know, I know that God wants the best for each and every one of us. We find ourselves looking back at history and talking about the miracles of the Bible and the outpouring experienced in the early church and the testimonies of previous decades. But somehow we have decided to serve a different God that we serve a different God than they did. And, and we serve a God with a different will and, and with a different purpose and a different plan. But I'm here to tell you today that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That it's not enough that we believe that he did it in the past. But we've got to believe that right now, today, that God is still able to do the miraculous and that God is still willing to do the miraculous. And I'm here to tell you today that whatever your need is, that 
whatever your struggle, whatever your situation, whatever it is that you're facing in your life, you are sitting in a place. You are right now in the presence of a God who is able to do the miraculous. But more than that, he is willing to come into your life to fix your problem, to help you out, to fight for you. My God is able and he is willing. I'm so thankful that I serve this God. This God that, 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 that brought Daniel out of the lion's den. Come on, this God that walked with David. This God that helped him to slay a giant. This God that came, robed himself in flesh, and died on a cross for our sins. This God is here today, and he is willing to do the work that you need done in your life. We serve a wonderful, mighty God. Can we put our hands together and give him some praise right now? Lord, we thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Lord God, for you're worthy and you're mighty. It's time that we understand. And it's time for each and every one of you, whatever you're going through, it's time for you to understand that God still is, that God still can, and that he still will. That God will. The unbelievable truth, the unbelievable truth is not that God is. We believe it. It's not that God can. We believe it. But the unbelievable truth is that God will do for you what he is able to do. We need to understand that. That this unbelievable truth that we have today that God is willing, is willing to do a miraculous work. It's whether we have the level of belief to untie the hands of God to do the work that He has for us. If you'll stand with me today, I'm coming to a close. The musicians can come. I, I felt this was a, a simple sermon today, but it's something that I believe that someone Someone in this house needs to hear. That someone here today, that you've been facing something that you've, you've gone through for a long time. That you, maybe it's something that you just have, have recently started to face. But I'm here to tell you today that we still serve a prayer answering God. That we still serve a God who is able to do the miraculous. That we still serve a God who is not just able, but He is willing today to step in to your situation and to help you make it through this thing called life. God wants to do a miraculous work today in someone's life. I want everyone to close your eyes right now and begin to think of that thing that you need God to step into your situation in. I want you to begin to, to picture it right now in the name of Jesus. I want you to begin to think about that thing that you need help with, that you haven't been able to face on your own, that, you, that you're not sure if you're ever going to be able to make it through. And I want you to believe right now that God can hear you, that God is there, and that He is not only able to fix that problem, but that he is willing come on get that in your mind right now that God is willing to do a miraculous work in your life that he wants to do today a miraculous work and fix your situation come on right now God is getting ready 
to break some chains in someone's life. God is getting ready to remove some things out of someone's life. God is getting ready to open a door right now that you didn't think was possible. God is getting ready to do it. Right now, in the name of Jesus, there is a mighty work that is beginning to happen right now because someone is beginning to believe not that God is or that he can, but that God will do the work that you need him to do in your life. Come on, it's a level of belief that most of the time that we are not in. It's a level of faith that most of the time we do not exercise. Not that God is able. Come on, but that he will do the work. The Bible says whenever Jesus begins to do his work, whenever he begins to do a miraculous work, whenever he begins to start his ministry, that he comes to Nazareth, his hometown, and Jesus says... I want to do a mighty work here in this place, these people that I love. He wants to touch people that he loves the most. He wants to show his power and his ability to make their lives better. But the Bible says that he is rejected, that the people refuse to believe in his ability. Because of this, the Bible says, and he did not many mighty works there because of their unbelief. There was a level of faith that they were not able to tap into. But today I'm, I'm here to tell you that God is here. He has stepped into this place and he said if someone is willing to believe that I am able and willing to believe that I will do what I can do, I will do the work today. These people that he was trying to do a work for, they were not heathen. The Bible says that he was in the synagogue. He was among the spiritual and the religious. But they would not believe that he would do the work that he said that he could do. But when their time had come, they did not receive what God had for them because they refused to believe. They believed that their problem was too big. They believed that he was not able to go in and to fix their situation. Come on, how many more days? How many more weeks? How many more years are you going to struggle with whatever it is that you're dealing with when right now, right now in this place, God has come into here and he has said, I'm willing to do the work that you want me to do. Right now, all you have to do is couple that faith that God will do the work with some action and take a step out of your aisle, come to this altar lift your hands and begin to ask God to move on to your situation and God will do it these altars are open right now these altars are open right now come on, take that step of faith step out and say God I'm willing, God I'm willing to step forward because I know that you're willing to do the work come on, there. I know that there's some people here today that have a situation that you need fixed, that you need God to work on, that you need God to move through. Right now, right now is your opportunity. God is here in this house. He is here, He is able, and He is willing to do a mighty, miraculous work in your life. If we will just take a step of faith and say, God, I'm here for you. God, you see my need. God, I need you to move in my situation. God, I believe not that 
you are and not that you're able, but I believe that you're willing right now to do the work in my life. Come on, come on. Don't go home another day struggling. Don't go home another day upset. Don't go home another day hurting. Come on, right now is your opportunity to receive the freedom that you need, to receive the things that you need in your life. This is your time. Yes, call out, call out right now. Lift those hands and surrender to God. Lord, I'm giving to you right now. Lord, I'm believing, God, that you're able. Lord, I'm believing, God, that you're willing. Right now, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Come on. If you're Holy Ghost filled, I want you to come down around this altar and find someone to pray with. We're going to help some people today to make it through their situations. We're going to let the Holy Ghost flow through us to be able to make a difference in someone's life that they would receive what it is that they